0: Hello, everyone. Hello. Um, welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny. In case you're new here or welcome back, I hope you're doing well and I hope you've had a good week. Before we get into today's episode, am going to start with our regular check-in, of course, a rosebud and thorn. And I'm also going to do like two we're not really strangers questions because why not? I feel like I should do one and I want to do one. So first of all, let's do a rosebud and a thorn. My bud is that I ordered from the Aritzia clientele sale, and my order should be coming today, hopefully. Very excited about that. I feel like I have such mixed opinions on shopping, and I know it doesn't even need to be this deep. I've been trying... I feel like ever since mid high school, I've been very, very conscious of my shopping habits, knowing that, you know, some companies are not as ethical as others. And for a long time, I didn't even go shopping at all. I really actually didn't buy any clothes unless I absolutely needed it. But this past week or two weeks or month even, I've been very, very consumer heavy I've been consuming a lot and buying a lot of stuff and it just kind of makes me feel a little guilty I guess but I don't know I'm kind of like playing with that right now but I am excited for my Aritzia clientele order to come in because I bought some stuff that I really really like and I will hopefully wear a lot this summer moving on my rose let's see Okay. My rose is probably this past weekend. My boyfriend and I did two date days, which is a lot. And both of the days were action packed. Very, very jam full. Um, I'm just gonna talk through a bit of what we did. I need to try to remember to be honest. Um, We hung out on Friday and we did a lot of walking. I walked like 20,000 steps on Friday. We walked for like over an hour. We went to the night market because it's open again and we finally, finally feel comfortable going to the night market. And I haven't been to the night market in like three years, to be honest. And it was just very different. And Good to feel that familiarity again because there was a period in time where I went to the night market like five times in one summer, but to feel that feeling again was very interesting, and that was pretty fun. Uh, Definitely super expensive now to go to the night market, I will say. So if you're in Vancouver and you want to check out the Richmond Night Market, I say like definitely go once. It's worth going once at least to see what it's like and to try the food. But if it's not your jam, after that's fine. I think everyone should try to go at least once though, but it is a lot pricier than before. We also went grocery shopping on Friday, and then on Saturday, we had a whole day downtown. We went to a Japan market. It was so fun. Basically, they had a bunch of booths of Food, you know, like Japanese food, and then also a bunch of small businesses, artists, sticker makers, all this kind of stuff. And I love like small businesses and homemade stuff. So that was my absolute jam. We had so much fun. And they're gonna come back another day in August, the whole market. So my boyfriend and I definitely wanna go again because on Saturday, we only went for like an hour-ish and we didn't have much time to check out everything. But next time, we're definitely gonna go a little bit early so that we can see everything, eat more food, and just have a good time. But it was still really fun anyways. We also did a lot of walking on Saturday. We walked the seawall, and then we watched the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I think that's what it's called. I can't remember. I always get it jumbled up. But, okay, I'm not going to spoil it in case you want to watch it. I think it has been out for a little while now, but I was really confused watching the movie um, so if you're thinking about watching it again, I think it's always great to try everything, so at least try to watch it once. But I don't know. I I thought it was like an okay movie. So, yeah. But yeah, that's my rose. I had a really fun weekend. It was definitely very exhausting, but it was really fun to just do more stuff and it makes me look forward to the summer because we're going to go to more farmers markets and like organized events and stuff like that. Hopefully now that COVID's not over, but like, you know, less of a concern and we're just going to do more stuff together, which will be really fun. Um, my thorn is kind of the topic of today's episode. I've been feeling very neutral, like that I'm just living life. Does that make sense? Whenever I go through really exciting periods, like I'm traveling when I went to Washington and I went to Kelowna and then I had my graduation. And even this past weekend, when I'm full of like my schedule is jam packed, I feel a very big sense of excitement, obviously, and happiness that comes from these external events. But then when my life like kind of rebounds back to normal and I'm just working and going to the gym and doing normal stuff like that. Shock back to reality is always really big. I feel like I'm like, whoa, my life is so boring now. Like, what is this? And it's not a bad thing. I think it's definitely necessary, but recently I've just been feeling very neutral towards life, if that makes sense. And it's also probably because I haven't seen many people recently. Last week I saw people every day of the week, just like eating lunch and hanging out and all that. But this week, I haven't really seen anyone at all. So this week, I've been feeling very like... I don't even know what the word is. Not unmotivated. Actually, kind of unmotivated and like in a rut. I kind of talked about this my last episode, I think. But I've been finding it really hard to schedule my life now that I'm not in school and I don't really have a goal. So... It's definitely been really tough trying to motivate myself to do things when I'm like, uh, there's no real like purpose. Like today, for example, I signed up to go to a fitness class and I love doing fitness classes, but the ones that I love the most are the ones that like, you know, like tear you apart. You know, your like heart is beating super fast and you're burning a lot of calories, just super intense. But today's workout was more of a Pilates type class. And going into it, I was like, what is the point? You know, like it's not gonna be like super fun. I don't find these classes super enjoying, enjoy, enjoy, enjoyable. I can't think of the word, but I should still go. I don't know. I had very like conflicting thoughts and I've been thinking this morning that, you know, even if something isn't super exciting, like it's not the super high end of the spectrum in terms of the stimulation and the excitement, I should still learn to enjoy those things because it's unrealistic to accept the fact. It's unrealistic to have a life where you're constantly at the high end of the spectrum because then You're just going to feel like that's normal and then you're going to be like craving more. So I've been trying to wrap my head around accepting to enjoy or at least be neutral towards the boring parts of my life. Such as the periods that I'm here and not really doing much and not seeing people and all that. And I definitely need to learn how to enjoy it because I have a couple more weeks in Vancouver before I head out for travel again um, but it's definitely like uh, a phase. I think it like truly, I'm not just a math nerd for saying this, but I kind of am a math nerd. Life is like actually the sinusoidal wave. I feel like you go through such high highs at times and you also go through, it doesn't have to be super low lows, but there's definitely periods where you're coming down and you're not always going to feel that super highness. And you need to have those periods without the bad things or the boring things, we won't be able to appreciate the good things. So that is my thorn for today. (sighs) Anyways, today's episode, I actually am surprised I've never made an episode like this. It's going to be about burnout and not just burnout, but also being in a rut. Because in my mind, let me just tell you what I think burnout means. For me, burnout is like the ultimate end of the spectrum that you're like completely exhausted and you don't have energy to do things and you really don't want to. But there are times where you're not gonna feel like completely exhausted, but you definitely feel like depleted and not fulfilled. And that's kind of what I feel right now. I wouldn't say I'm like exhausted. I haven't done anything that makes me exhausted, but I'm definitely not like at my highest point. And I would call that more of like being in a rut rather than burnout. But today's episode is going to be somewhat about that and how I kind of get over it, what my experience with it is like, and all that. So I'm going to start with my experience with burnout and ruts. So I recently graduated from university, so really all of my burnout in my life has been in relation to school. I've never really felt burnout pertaining to real life. Maybe I think right now is probably my first experience with it. But for me, Um, I would always feel burnout in the second semester of the school year or you know just near the end of the school year because you've been working so hard since September and you don't really have a break and you feel like you're just like constantly go go going that usually by the second semester of university or like just closer to April February March April ish I get really really tired and unmotivated to do things so I've always felt that pretty much like every year, my worst period of burnout was, I think I've talked about this before for sure, was just a week in university where I had two midterms back to back. They were like on two consecutive days and I was just already studying up so much to that point for the rest of the semester and then up until that week I, I think I was like the night before the exam my first exam I hadn't studied all my chapters yet and I was just like so exhausted and I could not find the motivation to continue studying and that was probably like one of the worst burnouts I've had. Ultimately I got through it I just ended up not studying and I actually did really really well on my exams the best I've ever done in university which is crazy but yeah, that was probably my worst one. It was just like the constant cycle of having to keep going and not being able to take a break. Along with, you know, you you have these goals like, oh, finish this assignment, that's due this week. But then right after you finish that, you have finish this assignment, that's due next week. It just never stops, especially as you're a student, I've noticed. But other than burnout, I actually feel like I'm in a rut quite often. I would say uh, my second most topic facet of my life that I'm in a rut about is always my content. And I've been thinking about like, why do I take it? Why does this affect me so much? Why do I take it so seriously? And it's because to me, making content, whether it's my podcast or my Instagram or my YouTube videos, it's a really big part of how I express myself and how I portray my life. Because to be honest, I have a really bad memory a really really bad memory and there are a lot of things I don't remember but when I make these videos or take Instagram pictures or make a podcast like I am of course I know that I'm recording this for other people to hear and see and watch and whatever and I know that but actually the biggest part the biggest reason why I do this is to snapshot this moment for myself so that I can watch it later on and obviously when I kind of make this into a scrapbook like a digital scrapbook I want to portray it realistically to how I feel and what I understand and what I feel in that moment so I do take my content quite seriously because I want it to be an authentic uh representation of myself and also obviously still have those artistic elements of a story, of the editing, of the framing, the composition and all that kind of stuff. So it does affect me quite a lot when I feel like I have no purpose to making content or I feel like I don't feel motivated to make content because this part of me is a really big part of my self-expression. And that's just the way it is. So I definitely feel in a rut a lot when I think about making content, especially recently. Another time that I remember feeling in a rut is earlier this year in February when, first of all, I was thinking about what I was going to do after graduation and I was already struggling with that. And then I didn't know how to make content that was meaningful to not only me but to people who might be in my situation as well and I had such a hard time because I've been making fun vlogs and stuff and I was like this is so pointless right like what is the point of all of this and to find that purpose and to understand that purpose can be really difficult at times so that's another area that I struggle with and I'm in a rut a lot but I think for sure, I haven't really like been burnt out by content. Usually I stop myself before I hit that point and I'm in a rut only. Um, I was researching a little bit on this episode just about burnout and stuff like that. Um, Oh, I never did my we're not really strangers questions. We'll do that at the end. But I was researching this episode about burnout and stuff like that. And obviously, I don't want this all to be just my experience. I think there's a beautiful aspect of sharing your experience, but other people need to find it relatable too. So I will kind of share what burnout is like in case you don't know if you're in a burnout phase or maybe you feel like you are, but you don't know. Um, So four main symptoms, I guess, would be... The first one is exhaustion. So you feel like you are exhausted all the time. Even if you get a good night's sleep, you just feel exhausted physically, mentally, everything like that. The second main symptom is reduced performance. So you are not able to get as much done in the same amount of time or your performance quality has decreased with the same amount of effort. You just are not able to do what you used to. The third one is there's less care. I know for me for sure when I get burnt out with school I just like don't care about my assignments anymore and I would rather just hand them in rather than put in my best effort and show my best work. And the last one is feeling empty or numb. So in these cases you know you just feel like when you're working or doing whatever just like doesn't feel real. You feel like you're just going through the motions, but not actually living through it. So if you feel those right now or when you work or just anything like that, just be aware that, you know, you might be going through a phase of burnout and it might be time to take a break, which is what I'm going to talk about. So here are my best tips for getting out of burnout and what I have found helps me. The first one actually is to just rest and take a break. And I know this is not always possible because some of us have to have more assignments to hand in and we're not done with school yet or other people just have to continue working just to make ends meet. It's not always possible, but if you can, that is always my first suggestion. And it might feel like you're not able to at all like take a break or anything, but when you get down to it, there's really nothing that's threatening your safety, really. For example, during semesters where I felt burnt out at school, it obviously felt like I could not take a break because I was like, oh my god, but I still have a midterm in two weeks. I still have a midterm coming up next week. I still have assignments and all this stuff that I have to do. feels like you can't because maybe you still have deadlines. But that, like, First of all, handing in one assignment that's not your best quality work or you put in your full effort fully is not the end of the world. So you can always, you know, take a break and work on your assignment for a little less time and just hand it in the next day or just like not study as much. I have this perspective mainly because I don't think grades are that important at all All throughout school, I've never thought that grades were that important and they're not an indicator of who you are at all. So I feel like for me personally, I don't mind taking a break from school, but to others, I know that grades can be quite important. But my biggest tip is to rest. And even if you feel like you can't, even like 10 minutes, take a walk outside, read a book, just sleep if you need to. But 10 minutes where you allow your mind to be clear and not thinking about what you constantly need to do or what needs to be done or how you're going to do your next assignment is really, really, really beneficial. It offers your brain like a nice little reset to then come back and start on a new fresh face. I also feel like what I've found really helpful is when I get stuck on a problem, whether it's because I'm burnt out or I'm just like have been doing the same thing for a long time. For example, when I'm teaching math and I get stuck on a problem and I'm like three hours into my shift, I'm like, oh my God, like I've been doing math for the last three hours. And I'm stuck on a question that a kid brings me. What I found is really helpful is put the question away do something else for a little bit and then come back to it in a little bit later. And I have found that that always helps me, first of all, reset my frustration levels you know usually if I'm stuck on a question I've been working on it for a while I feel quite frustrated with it but it also helps me because when I've taken that break and I switch to something else it offers me a different perspective when I come back and look at the question again and I think that is so beneficial I am personally a very big advocate of switching up things when it, you take too long to do them. Um, for me, I know some people are like, oh, don't multitask or just finish your task first before you switch to the next one. But for me, I have a short attention span. So I've always been like, 25 minutes for this thing, take a break. 25 minutes for the next thing, take a break. Then 25 minutes, go back to the first thing. I've always been like that even throughout school when I've been studying and all that. That's how I usually structure my study sessions because I feel like giving me that break, doing even if I'm just working and doing something else still, switching the actual topic really, really helps with my concentration and just the attitude that I have. So resting is definitely my first tip for burnout and it doesn't have to be Like you drop off the face of the earth, it can be a short break, it can be a short rest. I know that not everyone can take a long rest. My second tip, if I feel like I'm in a longer rut period, is to keep a routine. One thing that I really like about the fact that when I'm in a rut, I still have a routine that allows me to carry on through my day. I think if you don't have a routine and you're feeling in a rut, it makes it so much harder to get out of bed, brush your teeth, wash your face, take a shower and eat breakfast. But if you have those routines built into your daily life all the time, then you're so much more used to just doing those routines. And it's not like you have to enjoy them. There are days where I get out of bed and I really want to just stay in bed and like lie there for like an hour. But I get out of bed still and I brush my teeth and I wash my face and then I go and eat breakfast, even if I don't want to, because I know that This routine is what keeps me going, even if I don't love it. There are days where I don't love my routine. As much as I love routines in general, there are days I wake up where I don't want to do them. And of course, you can take breaks from routines. You always need to listen to your body. But for me, what I have found is most helpful is I just keep doing it because at a certain point, it gets to be a little bit monotonous and you feel like you're on autopilot and it feels really nice to not have to think about things that you're doing. And that you're out of bed. I feel like for me, when I am not feeling good and, you know, temporarily I want to stay in bed and I end up staying in bed and not doing anything, I feel even worse than if I had gotten out of bed and just like even changed out of my pajamas. I think that'll uh, really help as I am wearing my pajamas right now, I say. But yeah, I definitely say keeping a routine. So if you don't have one, then that's starting to develop a routine first and then keeping it all throughout your times of life. My third tip for being in a burnout or a rut period is to just let yourself feel it. When I was little, not even when I was little, very recently, up until very recently, when I felt bad, like maybe I was sad, maybe I was unmotivated, maybe I was just not having a good time, I would pack myself to the brim and just keep working even though I felt bad and I would just try to push through these negative feelings through working more. This is actually a trauma response. You should search it up if you are interested. But keeping yourself constantly busy like that, even when you're feeling negative feelings, is not good for you. It is a trauma response. It is a way to cope, but it's unhealthy um, because you don't let yourself feel your feelings. So if you are going through a negative period, just let yourself what I have found really helpful is for me, I, I love to journal when I'm in my negative periods and just talk about like why I am feeling this way. What are the things that I am frustrated with in my life? What are the things I am unhappy with? First of all, it gets all my negative feelings out because I feel like I have vented. And also it, when you write it down on paper, you kind of like start to develop a new perspective. I'm like, oh, if I'm frustrated with my content, I could just switch it up and try something new, which is something I've done so many times now at this point. But letting yourself feel your emotions and feel the problem instead of packing it away and like pushing it down, really might help you get to the root of your problem. If you are unmotivated by school, Maybe this is a bigger sign or just pointing to the fact that maybe what you're studying is not right for you and you're not in the right career path or choice. That could always be an option. If you are feeling burnt out at work, again, it's maybe time to reevaluate. What do you really want to do with your working hours? It doesn't have to be your passion, but maybe you need something a little more exciting, a little more responsibility, a little more things to do you know? So letting yourself feel those emotions, feel the problems, letting yourself sit in these negative feelings can sometimes be very beneficial. I would definitely say like there is a an opposite end to it. Don't let yourself mope around all the time. Um, usually if I'm feeling bad or sad, I let myself have like one afternoon to just fully reflect, to fully feel. And then I'm like, okay, Now it's time to pick myself back up and think about what I can do moving forward to improve so I don't feel this again. So there's always two ends of a spectrum. Definitely would recommend not letting yourself like feel those negative feelings forever. But letting yourself feel these feelings can also be very helpful to let yourself like your body knows best. Right. So let your body tell you what it needs even if your mind doesn't understand. Sometimes your mind just needs to shut up for a little bit and let your body tell you. Okay, my last thought, uh, my last thought. My last tip is uh, self-care. This is so basic. As I was writing it down to plan my episode, I already was like, this is such a basic tip, but I don't know. I just can't stress it enough. I am someone who advocates so much for self-care and not just like face masks and shopping sprees, but like Daily self-care that in the moment might be hard, but in the long run will help you out. So something, I mean, easy things that you can start to implement is drinking more water, sleeping more, exercising, eating nutritious foods, and also just doing stuff that you like. My boyfriend has been going through kind of a period like this as well. And one thing that I told him was, you know, If you're waking up and you're not excited to start your day, maybe because you know that you have a lot of schoolwork to do or you have boring things to do at work, why don't you wake up and let yourself have an hour of the day just to do whatever you want? Continue your hobbies. Let yourself do whatever. Listen to music. Go on a walk. Like For me, what I love about my morning routine is that It is time for myself right in the morning that I get to start my day off with. You know, how can I not wake up and be excited for that? I love to journal. I love to do my planning. I love all that. And I get to do that right in the morning when I start my day. It's just like the best time ever. So let yourself do the things you like. And if you're like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. Blah, blah, blah. You will always have time. It's just about not making excuses for it, I have found. Schedule those events in like a meeting so that you don't miss out on it and you feel more accountable. Start a habit tracker so that you're able to track when you're doing these things and reward yourself after you do it five times, 10 times, 50 times. I find that that is so helpful. So those are obviously very easy, not easy, they might not be easy to everyone, but they're very simple things that we can add to our daily routine to make sure that we're not feeling the worst. And I kind of want to end off this burnout episode with some food for thought. There are two quotes that I found that I really think make you think about why you're burnt out. The first one is, Burnout is nature's way of telling you you've been going through the motions and your soul has departed. Let me say that again. Burnout is nature's way of telling you you've been going through the motions and your soul has departed. I feel like when I found this quote, I was like, wow, this is so true. Because whenever I feel burnt out, it's because I feel like I have no purpose in the stuff that I'm doing. When I was in school and I felt burnt out, I was like, what's the point of handing in this assignment for this class that doesn't even matter? It's just an elective or whatever. I kind of lost focus of what my long-term goals were or what this task helped me do. And it's really nice to, when you're burnt out, take some time to reflect, readjust, and kind of recalibrate your, your direction. Because I feel like sometimes we get very distracted and sidetracked by other materialistic goals or whatever. And uh, we kind of lose, we kind of turn our pointer to another direction that's not really where we want to go. So when you're burnt out, take that time to reflect, readjust, turn your pointer to the direction that you want to go back to, and then start making strides forward. But that turning period is very important. I think one quote that's really famous in Atomic Habits by James Clear is like, you don't have to make super big strides every day to whatever you want to do. You just have to be 1% better each day. And 1% is not a lot. But as you compound those effects... And you're three months down the line, you look back, you're like, holy crap, I'm so much better than where I first started because every day I made a little stride into getting better. So that's kind of some food for thought with burnout. Another one that I thought, a quote that I heard before, I can't remember the exact wording and I couldn't find it online, but basically it was kind of a similar quote. It was like, burnout is not because you've done too much stuff but because you're not doing enough of what lights a fire in you. So obviously what that means is, you know, it's not because you're extra busy or extra stressed or whatever it might be, but burnout might also be telling you that you're not doing the right stuff. Maybe it's your job. You're not doing the right job. Maybe you feel like what you're doing right now is not, doesn't have a purpose. You feel that it doesn't have a purpose in your life. Well, maybe you need to think about What kind of things should I be doing so that it feels like my inner fire is back up again? All right. I have finished up with the burnout section of the podcast that I wanted to talk about. So I want to just do my last two We're Not Really Strangers questions. And then we'll be done for today, which is kind of sad. Here is... Oh, I need to find a question that can be done independently because this game is supposed to be done with friends. And these are all partner questions that... Okay, I think I found the question. I'm going to say that you, the podcast, is the friend that I'm playing with. And the question is, have I changed your mind about anything? As in, how has my podcast changed my mind? And has my podcast changed my mind about anything? Um, Because we are nearing one year of the podcast very soon, which is honestly crazy. I could not imagine that at all. I have been doing some reflecting about, you know, how has this year been and where do I want this to go forward? You know, as one does, I would assume. I love my podcast. Actually, yesterday, someone came up to me and someone I know in real life and they were like, do you have a podcast? And I get really anxious and embarrassed by it still a little bit, which is so stupid. I'm trying not to anymore, but I still feel that way sometimes. But um, honestly, I can say that my podcast is probably one of the most authentic versions of myself. Like if you met me in real life, I would honestly say I don't act like what I am like on the podcast because in real life, if I meet someone new, I am so not like myself. I get anxious. I get awkward. I just don't know what to do. But this podcast really is a place that just allows me to be me and Has it changed my mind about anything? Um, It has definitely opened my eyes to being more vulnerable and also, like, being more vulnerable and not just for a show. I used to think, like, I would have to be vulnerable only when in the right circumstances, if that makes sense. Like, oh, I'm having a deep talk with my friends or, oh, I have counseling. Like, those are the only places that you can be vulnerable. But I have learned that, like you can be vulnerable anytime. And I really actually do enjoy that a lot. Obviously not anywhere and anytime. Sometimes your friends might get mad at you, but I do really enjoy this side to me, the side that's more reflective, the side that just likes to talk, the side that just thinks out loud. And that is really what my podcast has taught me this past year. And I'm hoping to do a few more like group episodes with people in the near future, but um, yeah, I've really enjoyed my podcast this past year, and I hope you have too. I know I still get a little bit of feedback here and there from friends that I know, and they really enjoy it, which makes me feel really happy. Okay, we're going to do one more question, and uh, then we are going to say (laughs) bye-bye. That's like what I tell my kids when it's the end of class. I say, it's time to say bye-bye. Okay, trying to find one. Oh, here's one. I love this question. I've obviously played this game multiple times now, and I'm starting to know some of the questions, but this is one of my favorites. What is something that I don't give myself enough credit for? Um, I think one thing for sure that I'm thinking off the top of my head is one thing that I don't give myself enough credit for. Um, I feel like I am quite the, I don't know what the word is. You know the sound rooms? Okay, like, you know in a voiceover studio or like a singing studio when the walls are like foamy so that it it absorbs all the sound? I don't know what that's called, but I feel like I am that and I don't give myself enough credit for that. In terms of like with other people, um, you know, there are times when friends want to rant and I'm not always up for it all the time, but I do let them rant if I'm okay to handle it. And, uh, I feel like I also think very deeply about my friends. And this is only something that I've noticed recently, um, through playing this game, actually, honestly, and it's something that I really do enjoy and I didn't really realize. And I think is something that is not always the norm, um, I know some I have some friends that take life very surface levely, and for me personally I think it's so meaningful when people just know you really well and can like pinpoint things that you might not even be able to see about yourself and I think I do that for some people quite well in my life so that is definitely something that I really enjoy and I'm really proud of. So there are my two questions of the day. I love this game so much. It's honestly so fun. Uh, uh, we're not really strangers. Please sponsor me or like something. Okay, that is going to be all for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you, you know, follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you watch, and uh, all my extra social media is down below. I'm not going to plug it all right now because I'm kind of tired, but I will see you soon in my next episode. Bye.